Hello, and welcome to Be an Instructional Design Rockstar with Blair Stamper. We're in season two of this podcast, and we're going to do things a little bit differently. And as many of you know, I'm currently working on my dissertation with Arizona State University. So this season is actually going to be part of my research design. And what that means is this podcast is going to be used more so as a reflective piece from beginning to end of an entire design and development process. So each podcast will be a week-long amount of reflections, and I'm really excited to share this with you. Let's get started. January 7th, 2021. Part 1. Creation of the Course Planning Map Interactive Walkthrough. Once the new course planning map was created, I spent the time creating an interactive course called the Course Planning Map, a walkthrough from design to development in RISE 360. This interactive walks a faculty member through the course planning map with three distinct lessons. In the course planning map, guidance for the course planning map, and an example of an online course. The first lesson presents the course planning map with a description explanation of how the document will help, and an image of the document. The second lesson provides detailed instructions for each section of the course planning map using an image with hotspots. These hotspots can then be clicked on to reveal more information about that section. Additionally, a walkthrough of the process is provided to help guide the faculty who have not gone through the process before. Finally, in the last lesson, an example of a filled out course planning map is provided along with a video that shows side-by-side pictures of the course planning map and how it was transformed into the actual course. The purpose of this interactive course planning map was to help faculty visualize the work they will do in the course planning map and its transformation into an online course. This interactive is living in the onboarding course with the hopes that it will be shared with every faculty member in the design and development cohort. The reason this interactive was created is because we realized as we were creating the course planning map and upon reflecting on previous cohorts, it was often difficult for faculty members to take this course planning map and fill it out without any guidance and without any context. So we're hoping that by showing how this course planning map then becomes their course, it will help them It will help faculty members actually fill it out and get the information that we need to create a strong online course. Part two, the addition of the ICAP framework to the course planning map. It was quite simple to add a column for faculty to choose the engagement level as determined by the ICAP framework. In the same area where faculty identify their activity name and the alignment with course objectives, I added a column for identifying the ICAP framework. This will be a shift for me as well as the faculty member. Since my faculty member are using this new file rather than what is given to them in the onboarding course, it will be up to me to describe and explain what the column means. And this kind of concerns me a little bit, specifically because it is quite an abstract idea. If you don't have familiarity with the ICAP framework, which is the interactive, constructive, active and passive levels of engagement in a course, 
it's going to be really hard to identify what each level means and how it relates to your course. It might be a good idea to create a one-page explainer of what the ICAT framework is and what each level means. This might help faculty remember what I tell them and avoid overwhelming them as they begin filling out the course planning map. Another idea was to add this explanation of the ICAT framework to the interactive course planning map. The downside of that is this is living in the onboarding course and not every faculty member in the cohort will be using the ICAT framework in their development. So it's better for me to explain it to them rather than having every single faculty member get this information and they might not be using it. Overall, I feel good about moving forward with the direction as the cohort launches next Monday. My reflection recap. My greatest success this week was the creation of this interactive course planning map. I think this is gonna be a really great tool for faculty to walk through what this course planning map means and the importance of it. I'll be interested in later reflections to see if this interactive tool had an impact on the work with my faculty members. My greatest challenge this week is the concern about the implementation of the active learning course planning map. It's a bit abstract and could cause confusion since faculty are given a different document during onboarding. I definitely don't want to overwhelm faculty, so I'll need to create a document which explains the ICAT framework and how it is being used in the study. I'll also need to introduce the active learning course planning map in a strategic way as we're going to create the planning phase of their course. Since the cord has not started yet, I'm not sure how the active learning course planning map has impacted the course design and development process and whether or not it is similar or different. Thank you for joining Being an Instructional Design Rockstar with Blair Stamper. I really hope this episode has helped you get into the mind of an instructional designer as I go through an entire design and development process. See you next time.